your holiday homes, your short-term lets, which bring a lot of people into this county and provide a lot of business for the bars, restaurants and the cafes and the craft shops and the boutiques that those tourists shop in. Airbnb, one of the biggest online providers, has said proposed new legislation will restrict homeowners from letting out their properties short-term and will not deliver long-term rental units to help the accommodation crisis. The government, of course, wants to restrict the numbers renting short-term on such sites such as Airbnb, Bookings.com and Expedia by introducing a registration system. The Minister for Tourism, Catherine Martin, previously claimed this could free up around 12,000 properties to try and address the long-term rental crisis that we have in this country. As I mentioned last week, a number of the different companies and stakeholders, including the Irish uh, Self-Catering Federation and indeed Threshold, the housing body, were before an Oireachtas Committee on Tourism. One of the members of those Oireachtas Committee that works for tourism is Deputy Brendan Griffin of Fine Gael. We also have, we have him on the line. We also have Deputy Danny Healyway Independent who was at last week's Oireachtas Committee hearing. Good morning to both of you. Brendan, if I can start with you on this one. What can you say to allay the concerns of, let's say, short-term um, accommodation providers be it on any of the platforms or just people doing it themselves running guest houses about where things stand now what kind of legislation is coming in and will it be coming in on the 1st of April for example Good morning Jerry, and good morning Danny and good morning to everyone listening um, it's, um, it's concerning Jerry. Um, I'm a member of the committee and part of the committee's work is to carry out what they call the pre-legislative scrutiny uh, phase uh, and that's where the committee looks at the proposed legislation and goes through any potential pitfalls or any potential problems with the legislation before it comes to the doll um, and we've met now a number of times and the most recent meeting was, was last uh, Wednesday uh, was there and spoke at it um, as did Deputy Healy Ray as well and a number of other um, members and non-members of the committee. Um, and th- there is quite a lot of concern about a number of elements of the proposal. Um, the Basically, to sum it up, look, the, the aim here is to take properties that are currently on the short-term market and to make them available on the long-term market. Um, our properties that aren't, don't have planning permission, basically, to be on short-term, uh, to create a register uh, and to try to free up properties. thinking that's obviously something that's that's very much needed. Um, the problem with this, as I would see it, and as many members of the committee have articulated, is that, first of all, it's it's very rushed. Uh, the 1st of April is only three weeks away. Um, second of all, there's an awful lot of information that we don't, have, as a committee, have. So we have written, as it stands at the moment, we have written to the Minister looking for clarification on a, a raft of issues ranging from, you know, this 12,000 um, units, which I, I think is is not accurate. I can't see 12,000 units being freed up uh, through this. Uh, there are an awful lot of properties out there that simply, if they aren't available on like the likes of Airbnb or aren't short terms, will never ever be long terms. You know, people yeah. who have converted well, well, to let, let me stuff, give you, you know, let me give you an, an initial example, an initial problem in terms of the workings of this. Depending on, on whether it is due to come in or not, or how rushed it's going to be, if you're in yeah. the 7th of March, and you're talking about legislation which may come into effect on the 1st of April or even the 1st of May or even the 1st of June or 1st of July people already have taken bookings already that's exactly yeah and I've articulated that to the committee that um, you know I would think at this stage the fact that it's gone so late that there needs to be a deferral now 
of, of these plans. Uh, but again, the committee is, 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 is withholding its final say. We've given until next Friday to the Minister to respond. We've written in January, we've written in the middle of February, and we've wrote again after last week's meeting looking for clarification. And a number of points, Jerry, um, on this clarification period, this April 1st to October 1st registration period, um, and you know, the planning guidelines from the Department of Housing that we haven't been furnished with um, that will um, dictate how this is operated. Um, also, look, what are the penalties going to be for property owners? What are the penalties be for the platforms such as Airbnb that might put a property up here that hasn't registered or doesn't have the adequate planning? There's a huge amount of unknown here. Um, but the bottom line is, my big concern here is um, it will put lots of people in Kerry who operate short-term lettings out of business get those lettings off the market and actually not convert them into the long-term market. And the aim of this is to convert more long-term rentals. And actually, I think what it will do is it will take out loads of short-terms, but actually not follow through and provide the long-terms. And that's the big concern that I have. OK. Deputy Healy Ray, what's your concern? What did you say at the committee? Well, <clears throat> uh, good morning, Jure, and good morning, Brendan. I... I, I, as I have done several uh, times before, Jory, raise concern on behalf of people in the Airbnb business about, you know, that uh, that this is wrong. And and like has been said there by by Brendan, uh, the planning is in place, and 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 you see, uh, my conscience, and I articulated that at the at the, at the at the meeting, the the last meeting, is that. B&Bs have statutory rights as it is after after seven years. These Airbnbs and I know people that are uh, operating this uh, very valuable uh, tourism product uh, for 20 and 22 years, and this this thing that that the Department of Housing is saying that will bring back 12,000 uh, houses into into the letting market, long, the long-term letting market. It won't, sorry, and people are really scared. Uh, selling their properties now uh, from the long-term leasing, and 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 uh, and many of them from this as well because they don't know what's in front of them. These people have mortgages to pay, they have bills to pay, and 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 their, their livelihoods and uh, are, are in jeopardy. And you see, uh, these people were, were they, they won't come. This won't come. Uh, the, the the housing problem that we have because. Uh, and and wh- wh- what we do now, what we finish up doing, not starting the housing problem, and the people that are very concerned about not, not having a, a, a roof over their heads, but we'll finish rural communities where these Airbnbs uh, mo- mostly operate. Take places like Guinea-Brilla, Kiljarvan, Nakhnagashal, Brasna. They don't see tourists at all. They hear about tourism, and it may be... It, it may be, you know, in, in Honolulu or whatever, uh, because it doesn't benefit them people. But yeah. these people in these Airbnbs, they were helping the, the, the local pub, they were buying in the local shop, and and the pub and the rest of them benefited as well. So you, you'd, support, you'd support a call from the Irish Self-Catering Federation which said at the committee that, that they represent 7,000 units, mostly in rural Ireland, said that this will be a cost of 27 million of a loss to the rural economy, the new registration system that's coming in. You'd, you'd agree with that? I'll agree with that and because there was one lady there was she, Mara Murphy or whatever, she's down from West Cork. That's right, and, she's the uh, chair of the Irish Self-Catering Federation. 
Yeah, and she has a house about uh, two miles or two and a half miles away from the nearest town. And I asked her, would, would long-term uh, tenants live there? She said, not a hope, she said. And uh, that's the, the God's gospel truth, sorry. They won't, they won't go, uh, people that, that have no care and that need to be, have children going to school and need to be near the services, they won't go to the, where many of these Airbnbs were operating, and I hope that we continue to operate. Yeah. And I am calling on the government as well now to ensure that they, and uh, to let this year let them operate this year and see and 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 get the housing department to come in and explain what they're at because this yeah. won't rectify the problem that we oh, have. Okay, we, Brendan Griffin, can I ask you this on, on this on the separate? Walsh, who's the chief executive of the Irish Tourism Industry Confederation, said a system registration should only apply in Dublin, Cork, Limerick, and Galway. The urban centres where the rental crisis is at its worst, although it's bad here in Kerry, particularly in Killarney at the moment. But Dublin, Cork, Limerick and Galway, otherwise there'll be material harm to the Irish tourism economy. Would that be somewhere to start, perhaps, maybe for the summer? Look at the larger yeah. urban areas where you where you want less people. That's already well served by hotel rooms, where you want less people and uh, coming for short-term Airbnb lets and more people in long-term rental, more families considered. Yeah, there, there, there may be a case for that. Now, I think it's to oversimplify it, though, as well. That that's where the the housing problem is. I mean, there there's a problem everywhere. everywhere. Um, yeah. And and you know, and Kerry isn't um, exempt from it either. But it, it isn't an acute problem in all parts of Kerry. There are some parts of Kerry there just isn't long term demand, and we know then there are parts of Kerry where there's huge long term shortages. Um, and there are properties out there that are at the at the moment only available for short term. They would be more suitable for long term. That that there's no doubt about that. But as I described at the committee the last day, you know, we're using a nuclear approach here uh, where we should be put sending in the infantry to weed out these properties and, and get the ones that should be on the long-term market and where there's a huge demand for them, get them out there uh, without killing off everyone else as well. Uh, but I think, unfortunately, this is a pretty indiscriminate approach, um, a quick solution uh, that will ultimately, I think, become more of a quick problem. Um, so I think they need to rethink this. As I said from the start, yes, the intention here is right. Free up long-term properties that are currently um, being uh, made available only for short term, where they would be more suitable for long term, where there's huge pressures. Um, but it's um, it's too blunt an instrument, I feel, and there has to be a better way of doing it. And like local authorities um, have a you know have some blame here as well. You know, this is something that should have been addressed many years ago. It hasn't. Uh, but now we have two departments coming together, the Department of Housing and the Department of Tourism, uh, trying to conjure up something in a very, very short period of time in the context of the, the legislative process. And that's just going to end in, in a huge amount of heartache. And can I just say, look, there are people who've been on to me. Uh, you know, I'll give you an example. One woman who converted a little garage and the cartilage of her own half-acre property um, invested... Um, a nice bit of money to bring it up to top standard um, in a very rural community where there isn't really a massive demand for long-term rentals. Uh, is bringing people in there to Airbnb. It's helping her to put food on the table and pay the bills for her family. And effectively, now she's going to be told, no, you can't operate this short-term. No one's ever going to be coming in there long-term. She won't get planning for it anyway. Um, but also as well, you know, the woman doesn't want to have long-term residents literally outside yeah. her back door you know 52 weeks of the year and I think she her case would be very similar to many people around the country so what you end up doing 
you don't get an, an, another unit out of it for long term but you end up losing money in the local economy for that woman for the restaurants and bars nearby where people would spend um, and everyone's a loser and that's yeah. not right and what you also do Jerry, as well another point that hasn't been articulated that committee on this is you make those properties that do actually qualify for short term even more exclusive and we know when there's a, a reduction in supply price goes up and it puts the price of the product possibly in the likes of Kerry and all over the country uh, higher and you'll end up sending Irish people or other people from other countries to other countries other destinations to go on their holidays instead of to Ireland or Kerry. Danny Hillary can I ask you you mentioned the issue about the seven year statute limitations that's just in relation to if you've already been running it we don't even know if that applies here because we still don't have planning guidelines and there'll be a role and a job for local authorities there are thousands of these homes across the country will they even be able to enforce any legislation that comes through in the short term? Well, sure, that's the question, Jory, and that's not clarified. But in every case where you operate, uh, if you build a building or do whatever you're doing for more than seven years, you have statutory rights. You may not have the word what they call planning, but you have statutory rights. Now, I just want to, to highlight something here in that I don't agree with everything that Brendan has said there, a lot of it, but not all of it. And the one aspect of Brendan's uh, statement there that I don't agree with is that some of the short-term lets would be more suitable or would be suitable for long-term lets. You have to take cognizance of the, of the landlord or the house owner as to what they want as well. After all, to their money, put it there, to their efforts in whatever way, put the house there. And if we had to start out the short term, uh, uh, the long term letting problem, we have to address for all the long term people that are at it are getting out. They're running with their tail between their legs, getting out of that market, and we have to find out for it. And to see, there is a housing problem in Kerry, and there is a problem everywhere for housing. And we have set 171 vacant houses in Kerry, and owned by Kerry County Council. And there are a lot, a lot of other public houses and buildings there available as well. And, 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 and there's no talking given to that. Rather, or something that is operating and operating very well. We should be doing all that more. And really, in, in, in a five-mile radius, I counted 25 houses vacant yesterday evening in my mind. I know what they are. In my, yeah. and, and, and I know there's no one inside. They, the owners of them won't let them because well, there's no incentive no. And, and let me let me address that to Deputy Brendan Griffin. That point we have a situation in this country where we have a swathes of holiday homes. Many of our holiday homes have two, maybe four weeks of use every year. Some of them are going into this market to try, and and that is a benefit to the local area. If at least there's during the summer months there's more use of more people in them, more people being brought in. If this legislation comes in, are we in danger of more holiday homes? standing idle except for when their owners come for two or three weeks a year and no long term yeah, renting we, out of it we, we are um, no there are, there's also obviously um, the fact that if you have people living all year round in a, in a house you know they spend money in the economy all year round that, yes that yeah, well, you spend. use it whatever way you want to use it and Threshold at this conference they yeah. believe fully that by regulating the short term market significant numbers of homes can be returned for long term housing yeah. and they're pointing to I, I, well I look I know it's your property but the greater good has to be considered here yeah, I haven't seen the robustness and that we've asked for that from the department. Stand up to this 12,000 argument, because I, I don't believe it, number one. But Danny made a very good point there, though, and I, I agree with him. 
uh, in relation to it um, about the the issue of um, you know the the long terms versus short terms. There aren't the incentives there at the moment. The reason so many people are are choosing the long the, the short term market, and this may be for some properties that may be better suited for long term. The incentive isn't there for the owner, and this is something I've raised repeatedly. The reason people are going short term is because it's worth their while. It's the only way they have of, of making all uh, they see on the other side money. is regulation, eviction bans, and perhaps maybe more coming well, with a possible change of government in the future I, in terms of I, landlords I losing control of their the, property. Is that part of the problem? I would say the financial incentive is the best way, the, the best tax carrot that we have the tax. to bring more properties into the long term. So, exactly. so why, why didn't your gov- why didn't Pascal Dunno and Michael McGrath do something on tax in the last budget? You're thinking about it now. Well, I'm. I'm not a cabinet jury, but it is something I have raised repeatedly both within my parliamentary uh, party and through parliamentary questions. If you check the doll record, it's there in black and white. Uh, this is something I think is a glaring anomaly that is there. People are going for short term because it is a, their best chance of making money. And, and a, lot of, a lot of the time, this is just to pay the bills, pay mortgages. These are sometimes accidental landlords. There, everyone has a different story. But my approach here in terms of housing and freeing up units would be the carrot would be a far better approach than the stick uh, and what we'll end up here is a lose-lose situation if the bill as it's currently drafted is progressed now the, again the committee that I'm a member of um, hasn't concluded its pre-legislative scrutiny process we will be doing that but I would expect from listening to the contributions of my fellow members around the table over the last number of meetings um, there will be severe criticism I would say um, ultimately of this bill of how it's currently drafted of the uh, so timelines are, are, are we going to hear more on Friday will this be coming in the 1st of April or, or is that can you say is that unlikely at the moment I know they're, they're talking a six month period for the registration from, from April to October for everyone to get in line and get registered but where, where do we stand at the moment on it well, Finally, that's briefly. the thing. I mean, it's very unfair on people because there is uncertainty. We don't actually know. Fault Ireland did write back to me. I wrote to Fault and they did write back to me um, saying that there would be this six-month clarification period from the 1st of April. Um, but again, we don't want to have enough detail about, you know, will people be liable? What will happen in, in that period uh, for people who don't have planning in place and who are registered all this sort of thing? So, like, there's a huge amount of uncertainty there. And I made the point at the committee um, in private session when we concluded in public session the last day is that listen, we're 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 into the we're almost into the start now uh, of the um, of the season here. And um, this is ridiculous that people are afraid to take bookings because of the uncertainty related to this. So, look, I think there has to be, at the very least, a deferral until this is better thought out. And uh, I would say as well, there's an opportunity there for the government uh, to look at properties and why are people going for short term over long term? And can we and make it more first. attractive okay. for people right. to we're, go we're long term? And that's we're the over time. way of doing yeah. it, Terry. We're over time. We're going to have to leave it there. That's Deputy uh, Brendan Griffin and Deputy Danny Healy Ray with uh, the update on where things stand right now ahead of the new tourism season with this plan to legislate for short term and holiday and self catering lets in this county and right across the country. If you have a view on that, if you're involved in that side of it, give us your thoughts.